Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Brothers and sisters, I am going to peel back the curtain and let you in on a little something here. Uh, during the recording of what should be the latest episode of Duplo's Wrestling Podcast, we had some technical difficulties. That's right, Mr. Telephone Man, he just didn't get the job done. So, our guest will definitely come back later this year, and we will record uh, something that hopefully be a lot more clear. But I had a decision to make. Do I completely scrap some fantastic content despite the audio issues, or do I release it anyway because you need to hear what was said? So after some deliberation, I said, you know what? I appreciate and respect this guest too much. You love this guest too much for me not to release this fantastic conversation that we had. So without further ado, this week's guest on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast is none other than... Hello, this is Melina Perez, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. <laughs> Locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Brothers and sisters, as you know, the River City Wrestling Con was last month, and it was fantastic. So many great memories for many of you who attended, and we appreciate you for doing so. And one of the featured guests got such a strong ovation. It was just tremendous, definitely well-earned. You know, you were giving her her flowers, and certainly she's here on Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast this week to receive even more flowers because I'm a big fan and appreciate her so much. So without further ado, two-time WWE Divas Champion, three-time WWE World Women's Champion, the one, the only, the legend, Melina Perez. How you doing, Melina? No, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Thank you. You know, I, I got the full rundown about the River City Wrestling Con, and, and your name just kept popping up. So many people were so excited to meet you, spend time with you, and even wrestlers. You know, there were wrestlers who got a chance to speak with you for the first time. One in particular is a great friend of the show, Mr. Jay Bougie. And, you know, he, he called me up, and he's like, dude, I just met Melina. And I was like, oh, yeah? And he was like, bro, she's everything. And I was like, whoa, because, you know, here is a young man who's still, you know, relatively early in his career. So for him to have such a strong, as he described it, and you saw this on his Twitter account because I saw that you, you commented. But as he described it, his, his mark out moment, so to speak, meeting one of his heroes, you, Melina, it, it really got me to thinking because... Here's a guy who grew up in New York, young man of color, you know, comes from a family that has a lot of women in it as well. So he was able to turn on the television 
and see someone like yourself who, you know, you look like one of his neighbors. You, you, you look like somebody who could be in his family. You're somebody who is familiar. And as a result of that, it allowed a person like Jay Bougie and so many others, countless others, to realize that someday they could be like Melina Perez. They could achieve their goals. They, be, they could become pro wrestlers. They could make it to television. They could live out their dreams. And you really are a, a true inspiration in that regard, especially at a time where there wasn't many people that look like us in wrestling that we could see on a regular basis and who were featured in such a prominent way, you know, who were winning so many championships, accomplishing so much, being pushed so, so uh, well. Talk to me about this. Talk to me about when you hear not only just from regular fans, but also from people in the wrestling industry when they let you know about the impact that you've made on them and, and, and how they feel about you. Oh, it means a lot. It really does. Especially, like, it means, like what matters a lot is that the people who come up to me, they are such incredible human beings. You know, they're kind, they're giving, they're sweet, they're creative, intelligent, funny. Like, they're just amazing human beings. And I think I'm so blessed to have people who who are fans that are that incredible of, of of human beings, and I feel so lucky, thinking like, oh, I don't know what I expect. Sometimes I think maybe because I was a people or just angry, and you know, I don't know. But I don't know what I expected. But when I meet everybody, I think, wow, I'm such a lucky person. You know, that's that's such a heartfelt response. It, it makes me wonder though, were you surprised that you received such a a strong and positive reception? from folks at the River City Wrestling Con? Does, does that surprise you? Uh, it's like, yes and no. The thing is that part of me says that I, I, I always get surprised because I know with people how they'll respond. I've had people who do kindness and they get angry or they don't believe that I am the person that I am or they want to believe that I'm a heel. But not really. Um, I've been very lucky to have really amazing people around me. It, like, especially at conventions, um, like the River City, um, Wrestling Con, you, people who are happy, who want to have fun, who are social, go to these places. And even if they're not social, they're sweet, sweet, and they just want to have a great time. So positive brings on positive, and I'm very lucky to be around people like that. And, but still, I guess from years of being, a heel and hated, and the crazy that comes along with being in the public eye, where people believe in the character or rumors. You know, you get used to all the negativity. So when positivity comes about, and they praise you and they say kind words, it's still you still get taken back a little bit, or I do, and I take it in with the with all the love and appreciation when people give that kind of love to me, and I thank them for it. You know, I, I got to be honest with you, Melina, you're not what I think most people would expect, which is part of the reason why you get so much love, because you're you're legitimately a down to earth person, a nice person. You're not the, you're not the heel that was portrayed on TV. And it's it's really interesting because 
listen, I, I, I'm not a pro wrestler. I'll never be a pro wrestler. I don't work in the wrestling industry per se. I am a fan first. I have a podcast. I'm fortunate enough to interact with wrestlers like yourself and, and share stories uh, for other fans and what have you. Um, but I have built online communities and I have interacted with the pro wrestling world pretty much my entire life. And I've been fortunate enough to have real access to real fans just like myself and really track how people feel about companies, the product in general, especially from from moment to moment and individuals. And one thing about Melina Perez, I mean, from a historical perspective, fans really appreciate you and go crazy over you. Like you, you legitimately are an important figure in pro wrestling historically. And I feel like the excitement and the interest and the love for you continues to grow. It, it hasn't even dissipated. It's only gotten stronger just based on conversation that I've seen all over the world and that I've actually participated in. I get the impression that you don't know how important you are to fans. I get the impression that you don't necessarily realize that you're still a big deal in the hearts and the minds of most of the folks out there. Oh my goodness, you're going to make me cry. I guess not because I don't um, hear the positivity until like, I meet people at conventions and I think, well, you know, that's probably a small percentage who knows you. I don't know because all I've experienced is you know, locker rooms and travels. And I guess throughout the locker rooms, it's a, it's a high intensity place where all everybody's on guard and everybody's wanting to claw and I get But my, my happiness comes from like meeting strangers because they don't, they judge me on my personality and who I am and how I treat them. And so I don't, <laughs> it just, it shocks me when I get love. And that's only when I go to conventions. So I really don't know, but I did feel it at the Rumble. And at the Rumble, it made me feel like, wow, all that crazy that I went through, all that. The lies and the rumors and the bullying and all this chaos that I thought, wow, I'm an adult experiencing this. Like, this should not be happening. Like, I couldn't even imagine, like, you know, we go through so much in high school when we're kids, but as adults, it's like, this is insanity. I couldn't imagine nowadays kids going through this because I couldn't even process it. But you go through all this stuff and you think, wow, when is it? When is there a payoff? Like, does it even matter? Did my existence even matter? Did I even make a difference? Did all this sacrifice of leaving my family and you know, kind of giving up on having a, a, a family of my own and different career where that would have helped because I'm going to be a doctor. I'm like, give that path. I'm not taking that path. Was it for something? And all that hate and all that madness, was it, what was it going to lead to? What was the chaos from it? And then at the Rumble, I mean, it's not that I didn't see it throughout the years, but at the Rumble, it was just this beautiful wave of recognition of I really didn't expect it. All that love and all that positivity. It was so beautiful. I just wish I could just share that with all the fans because they deserve positivity like that in their life every day. 
Like, I wish I could give that them that feeling because it was a blessing that they gave that to me, and I wish I could give that back to them. Well, you've given plenty, plenty of uh, memories throughout the years because of your excellent work, and, and certainly at these live meet and greets that you do, you're so positive, and, and fans are walking away just feeling on cloud nine because of the interactions. People say never meet your heroes because they'll disappoint you. And I got to be honest with you, I've never seen anyone said that they were disappointed in meeting you. And I think that's a, it's an important fact that should be highlighted. I've never seen anyone say they've been disappointed meeting Melina Perez. So kudos to you on that. And it's interesting because you were around at a time where the WWE was transitioning. I mean, they had focused so much on eye candy, you know, these literal models who did not have wrestling experience and taking them and trying to mold them into people having matches. But even the matches were not real matches, you know, bra and panty matches and all this other stuff that really focused more on beauty than actual uh, wrestling ability. You were a person who was able to take what was given to you and make so much more out of it. You started off, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you were on Tough Enough. You were eliminated from Tough Enough. You went in, in but you had some, some indie wrestling training. So you still got signed by the WWE, went down to OVW, got some more training, and then you debuted as a manager with the group Eminem. So you, you had John Morrison, and, and you also had um, Joey Mercury. So that was just a, an amazing triple threat there, the three of you together. But you weren't just managing. You weren't just eye candy. You weren't just being uh, you know ridiculous outside of the ring. You were getting physical. And that transitioned into you having matches, but your matches weren't just brawn panty matches and all oh, just look at the pretty girl. You were mixing it up and you were having quality wrestling matches that people were talking about after the after the uh, event. And again, the fact that you were a two time Divas champion, three time world women's champion, that's a testament to the fact that you were able to elevate the concept of what a woman in wrestling, especially in the WWE at that time, what she could be, what she should be, what she's going to continue to be, right? People talk about standing on the shoulders of giants. You're one of the giants. You're, you're, you're a bridge that has made it possible for you know folks like uh, Bianca Belair and folks like a Charlotte Flair and, and, and et cetera, et cetera, Becky Lynch. Melina Perez made it possible to not only be beautiful, but to also be excellent at your craft. Sasha Banks, uh, AKA Mercedes uh, uh, Money, you know, and, and, and that has been replicated ever since. You are legitimately one of the blueprints in that regard. So it's it's kudos to you on that. And I wonder, looking back now, does that even cross your mind? Is that something that you could even acknowledge, quite frankly? Because it's, it's, it's hard to see it when you're living it. But legitimately, you are a bridge to what we know as a woman in wrestling today. <laughs> does, that, does that make sense? I mean, do, do you feel that? In actuality, yes. 
And I know that kind of comes across like <laughs> maybe it comes across conceited, but I knew I was that link because before me, I never. It's like nobody really, if they had any kind of ethnic roots, nobody acknowledged it. And when it came to, it was Nikki, when she wasn't in storylines the way I was, I was in it every week. And I was the one main person that worked every weekend all year round. And then they switched out baby faces because I was the one who could, that is the bridge between um, divas and wrestlers or whatever, however you want to call it. Um, I was able to work with anybody, no matter what their, their knowledge was, whatever their level was. So I was the one to work with anybody. So they used me every week. And for me, they told me that if I was lucky that I, and it wasn't the company, it was, it was people outside of it, like leading up to it. Like, okay, you know, you do realize that if you, you know, you're probably never going to get the title because of your ethnicity. And if you do, you probably get it once, and that's usually what happens to, you know, women, because that's what happened, like, to ethnic women prior to me. And I, and I said, no. No, I don't see things like that. And I kept thinking, no. And I, as much as they kind of, like, wanted to stereotype me, and it's not to say that it's bad. My, my culture, you know, we speak a lot of Spanglish. We, we, you know, we use Spanish. We, we have these certain things that are, you know, part of our culture. But at the same time, I didn't want to see, I didn't want people to just be my culture. I wanted to be an important character. So as much as they kind of wanted me to do that, I wanted to make sure to be a character first. And so that people saw that and it could be versatile. And I was thankful that whatever, like the path that we did take, that that's what people saw. They saw Melina. And whatever came, the fire that came with it, the intensity, the way I, the way I am, that is my culture. And to me, I represent, I represent my people without having to fly. It's just by being myself. And it's that fire that's within me that represents. And in that, in that, which was so beautiful, like every time I went to a different country, I'd go to the Asian market, I went to European markets in like Italy, like anywhere where somebody has dark hair. I represented them and it was incredible to see because every culture thought that I had a little bit of them in me. And it was interesting to see that, but then also heartbreaking to think, wow, that's how very little we have representation of, of the world in our business. And so it was an honor to represent everybody while I did. And it was beautiful to start seeing more ethnicities start being hired. And once that started happening, I realized, okay, you know, we're getting more Latinas when before there wasn't any. We're getting more, like, uh, African Americans. We're getting more, like, uh, um, Asians. Like, finally, we started getting more representation. Finally. You know, it's not that I'm trying to take credit, but I know that that when I went to different places for a good amount of time, I was the person representing them in their mind as I went to different countries. You know, one of the greatest moments where this stood out was at the 2022 Royal Rumble when you made a surprise appearance in the Royal Rumble match and Sasha Banks was in the ring waiting for you. That exchange that the two of you had really made fans say, oh yeah, Melina is the bridge. 
we don't get somebody like Mercedes Money, aka Sasha Banks, without first having Melina Perez. So when we think about the bridge and we think about how we're here today, once again, you're an important figure, you're a key figure, and it's just it's really special to focus on this and really acknowledge this. Oh, that was so beautiful. Like, it, it was an honor, especially because I thought, I guess when you're younger, you just focus on the goal and just like, okay, I got to make it, got to get a contract. And you focus on that, trying to hold on to that. You never really see the aftermath, like what happens with wrestling ends? What happens after there's no TV? Like, you really don't think about that. You could maybe have an idea maybe and say, you know, play with that idea for a second, but not really focus on that and have it the exact plan. So all of this, like, it never occurred to me to have, you know, girls be by me or to think that I am anything wrestling, like, to be a, like, in their minds. It never occurred to me. So to, so to see people um, recreating spots or taking moves and making it their own and, and just, like, Paying homage and all this stuff, it never occurred to me, and it's so beautiful to see. So to be in the ring with Sasha, and you know whether he wants to acknowledge it or not, I do see little shades of me, and it's it's a beautiful thing because take what we did and do more with it, do better with it, do what we could not do because that is the when it comes to paving this road. You know the women before me. And it hurts my heart because I know they suffered more. I know they had to struggle more. I know they got told worse than we ever got told. And it's just little, you know, it starts off with little bricks. You put it there. And maybe it'll, the dust will cover it up. And somebody has to sweep it, to sweep it, to uncover it again. And then others will cave over it. You never know what the path is, but whatever gets led to this path where people pay for the future. It's worth it. It's worth it to see what happens now, to see what we didn't get to have. You know, I don't have to have it, but to see the women get that, to be able to, to enjoy what they have now, to be able to have more time and more of a position and more of a, to showcase their talent. There's no women out there. It's incredible to see me. I'm so proud of them. That's what it's for. And the part that we played in it, I'm glad I played that part. I'm glad that we got the time cut. We got to have that because I learned a lot and I got stronger from it. And it was a skill that that I could say I learned when it comes to cutting time and being able to be limited and tell us, telling us that we can't do this and this and that. It's a skill. And if I had to eat crap, I'd rather it be me than any of the other girls because I would not want them to go through what we went through. I don't want that for them. I'd rather protect them and have them have better than to have what we have. So I'd rather it be me than go through it. And to see that in that rumble moment with Sasha, I only wish I could like wrestle with her actually. Like I wish we were given that opportunity opportunity because you know how long I wanted to have somebody with a fire like mine to get, who could help me, who could like who be as aggressive as me. I've waited my whole entire career to have that. And I wasn't able to 
actually had a nap paper. Oh, that that would have everything for me because it pushed each other to a different level. Like even though I'm older and she has like more um more moves and ability because she's younger and she has she's been able to have more time and experience um in different ways than me. But I still have that intensity, that fire in the storytelling, like we could push each other in ways we didn't realize that we could be pushed. And that's what I really wanted to have in that moment in time. Well, certainly never say never. And for all you promoters out there, including you, WWE, who doesn't want to see Melina Perez versus Mercedes, a.k.a. Sasha Banks, there's no reason why we can't make that match happen sooner rather than later. So somebody, anybody, everybody, let's put this thing together. Let's make it work. It would be tremendous. That's a main event anywhere in the entire known universe and beyond. That would be awesome for sure. You know, it's it's interesting because when you left the WWE, you went back to the indies. And once again, you had some indie training. You you spent some time in OBW in addition to that. So you, you're no stranger to the indies. I don't know if a lot of people realize that, but you went back to the indies and you wrestled who's who in women's wrestling today. And a lot of the women that you faced, they are on TV today. You know, whether it be an AEW Impact Wrestling, uh, somewhere in the NWA, they are they're being featured all over the place for sure. So in a way, you gave back tremendously because just being in the ring with these ladies, they definitely learned more than a thing or two. And, you know, the mentorship, any any conversation in addition to that is also very valuable. There's no two ways about it. I wonder do you have a desire to do anything behind the scenes? I mean, obviously, you're a, you're a legend in front of the camera. There's no two ways about that. You'll be in various Hall of Fames. I, I, I'm certain of that. But in terms of sharing your knowledge and developing folks behind the scenes, is that something that Melina Perez is interested in? Oh, I've been begging for that. Everybody, all these years, everybody's been wanting me to be in front of the camera and working and now I'm here trying to like take a couple back seats here but I think I've finally found a home in being able to do that and I'm hoping that in uh, Ultimate Wrestling I'll be able to do that there at EWW because you know I'll get to see that and enjoy it and help others like that's what I want to do and maybe be in front of the camera since people want me to be in front of the camera be in front of the camera by showcasing them. Well, shout out to the promotion, UWW, and certainly um, I am no stranger to that promotion and, and our listeners here at Duke Loves Wrestling because great friends of the show, the Renegade Twins, they are the current UWW Tag Team Champions. And, you know, those ladies, man, they've come a long way. They are such a fantastic tag team. Certainly, they're not just the future of pro wrestling. They are the present. No two ways about it. Um, any any thoughts on the Renegade Twins there? Oh, that's the funny thing. Like, I get to see, like, little shades. Like, I, I notice all their little personalities and stuff like that when I watch them um, on the show. And I start doing commentary. And when it comes to the Renegade Twins, oh, my goodness. Yep, they come in. They have the attitude down. And you can tell by the look on their faces. They start, you know 
crap talking. They like their jaw deck in there. And I'm like, oh, look at this. I'm like, yes, this is what I love to see. And even on commentary, I don't even know how to act. I'm like, okay, I love the heels, but I have to, you know, be on the side of the baby faces. But, you know, I'm still a heel at heart. I love it across the board. I am, they are amazing, you know, sisters right there. Like, I love their, their personalities inside and outside the ring because they're sweethearts too. And then when they get vicious, I'm like, yep, yep. Sweethearts <laughs> outside the ring, vicious in the ring. Shout out to uh, Robin and Charlotte, the Renegade twins. Just, you know, two young ladies who, in my opinion, are are legitimately, like, looking at Melina Perez, you know, they, they're at that age where just about where you broke into pro wrestling. So young women of color who are making a way and they're ahead of themselves. You know, they're, they're definitely ahead of their time and, and turning some heads. And that's why they've been able to achieve the level of success that they have achieved. You know, UWW, Mission Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, even in AEW. The fact that they've had a, a bunch of matches in AEW, they're under contract there. It's just fantastic. NWA, former NWA Women's champ, Tag Team Champions. Just a fantastic resume for uh, two young ladies where the sky is the limit. But once again, we don't get there without Melina Perez. There's just no two ways about it. It's it's interesting because, you know, Duke Loves Wrestling is a a combat sports show with a focus on pro wrestling and MMA. And I'm very serious about promoting women athletes, you know, and in, in, in the pro wrestling world, legends like yourself and, and jazz, Susan Tex Green, who, you know, she's generations ahead of you ladies there all the way up to, you know, present folks like a, a Scotty Sparks, who was just breaking into the business when she, appeared on the show last year and she just recently just had a match in shine. So, I mean, just, you know, fantastic moving in a positive direction, what have you. We're very serious about promoting women's wrestling for sure. For the folks who are interested in breaking into pro wrestling, who may be early in their career in pro wrestling or who may be hitting the reset button, maybe they've, they've already broken in, They've had some years under their belt, and it's time for a change or what have you. From a general standpoint, especially for the young women, do you have any advice for them? Well, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to say. That's why I, I would, I, I hope to write a book, so then it could be like a whole entire journey of every step of the way of what you've done. Because it's a whole struggle. Like, you think it's... You, there's one goal, and then once you reach that goal, then there's more goals, and it's never ending. It, it, sometimes it feels like it's never enough. Like, when are you going to have that payoff? When is it going to feel the way it should and all of this? But all I can say is that know who you are and be grounded and have your friends that your core people that you know know you for who you are and always reflect back on that. Turn to them whenever you feel like there's, you know, something just, you're feeling lost because you can get lost and find your your character or being your character and then yourself. Because sometimes it's two different personalities to turn on and off, but sometimes one takes over and it makes you feel lost. And sometimes it could be so negative you are not going to make it. You will never have the talent. You're not worth it. 
and you hear all of that stuff and you start believing it, even though, you know, you question it, don't know within your heart why you love it, why you got into it. What, what is a purpose that will satisfy you? Because if it's going to be fame and fortune and just recognition, then you're in it for the wrong reasons. I mean, it's all nice and everything, but you got to do it because you love it. Because that's, you know, that's the payoff is the hard work you put in and the satisfaction of how good you know you're capable of, of in the ring, the work in the ring that you're capable of. That's going to be everything. But I just want people to be happy and not take this as, you know, to heart sometimes because, you know, it's, I hate to say it's not real. <laughs> But the thing is that sometimes people take it too seriously when things aren't handed to them, given to them. And you have to focus on yourself, like your your heart. But it's all about the art and let it be about the art. That's going to get to everyone. Don't listen to the negativity. Don't listen to the hating. Don't go on to online and look at the mentions and say, oh, somebody said this, somebody said that. They don't know you. Like... <laughs> Don't take that to heart. Do what you love and have fun with it. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy every step where it comes to this learning process. Enjoy the moments where you're in front of a crowd and you have them in the palm of your hands because that is so much fun. That is a feeling that you said. It was undescribable and no other career path, no other form of entertainment can be like that. Enjoy the moment. And also know yourself in those moments so that if it's time to say goodbye to it, that you're secure with it. I just want everybody to be happy. And, you know, it's it's been brought up a, a few times during our conversation here, but rumors and misinformation and flat-out lies can certainly have an adverse effect on people. And certainly, you know, one of the more interesting things that I can remember happening to you was around the time of WrestleMania where Snooki you know, from the Jersey Shore, that reality show, Snooki was involved in WrestleMania, and, and there were some crazy rumors about um, you not wanting to, to do business or something like that, and Trish Stratus was, was, ended up being uh, subbed out, and she teamed with uh, Johnny instead of you, and there was some, you know, issue with that or what have you here. Can we get the real story here? I mean, what was that all about? Because there's a lot of assumption possible misinformation. What is the real story about what happened with you, Trish, and Snooki? That was um, one of the rumors where it's like I was mad at Trish because I like she stole my spot or something like that. And and then that didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't even true. There was a spot for a baby face and I was like, how does that make sense that a baby face would take my spot if I'm a heel? Like the 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 um common sense factor comes in should come into play but People rather believe the the rumors and they rather believe that I'm this hateful, crazy person because it's more interesting than the reality of it. And I have no, I don't understand to this day what happened when it came to all these But it's funny how behind the scenes, like in real life, everybody talks and everything's fine. Rumors just go crazy, but rather believe the salaciousness of something insane than the reality. And that's exactly why folks, absolutely, if you get an opportunity to see 
Melina live, whether it be wrestling, at any kind of event, doing meet and greets, you name it, you definitely want to take some time and, and make the trek for that because you're going to get positivity. You're going to get this type of personality totally different from what you may have expected, especially from the heel character, but uh, certainly somebody who is worth interacting with for sure. Melina, why don't you let everybody know what's the best way that they can keep up with you, uh, certainly for the fans and, and your peers, you know, other wrestlers who may want to pick your brain or what have you, but also for any companies out there, especially companies on television, if you're interested in a woman who can work behind the scenes and help develop, you know, your wrestlers and, and help give them proper mentorship, but not just wrestlers. Also, you know, in the in the acting world, I think that uh, the skills translate in that regard as well, because this is a high level performer who's done it under incredible circumstances, incredible pressure and succeeded, literally has a Hall of Fame resume. So definitely somebody, if you're in any kind of entertainment industry and you want someone who can relate as a person of color, as a woman, she can mentor anyone because she's lived it. So what's the best way folks can get in touch with you, Melina? Well, the easiest way is to go to realmelina.com. Even if it's not up to date, you'll find every link you need to when it comes to me right there. And I'll start posting more on Twitch, on YouTube, and Twitter, um, spaces, and everything. WW is coming into play now. <laughs> you know, this has been a, a fantastic experience. And before I let you go, I got to ask you an important question that I love to ask my guests. If Melina is having folks over for some type of meal, and she's going to put out her best spread, so to speak, what are we eating and why? Oh, my goodness. I'm not as good as my family. Like, they, they take it to an art form. So all the stuff that they do is just, like, incredible. Like, the whole barbecue with the with the uh, carne asada and all this stuff. Like, oh, it's so delicious. They make the tortillas all super full and everything. Like, oh, my goodness. Um, for me, I think I keep it really simple when it comes to enchiladas and... Um, shrimp cocktails like my dad and I used to do shrimp cocktail all the time so it was like his specialty because it was his favorite and then it ended up being mine too so then whenever we were together he'd always you know make it for me and then he'd always show me okay and we'd go go over it together all the time so before the let's see it was a couple before he passed we were able to share that moment together and he did it again for me and I think other people too like I have to at least have that. So then, I don't know, my memory of my dad could be passed through other people. So I'd give you that option, but I'd come up with other other food options as well. <laughs> All right. Now, are, are you making your own cocktail sauce? Is that Did your dad teach you how to make your own shrimp cocktail sauce? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was big on that. <laughs> Spicy or mild? Well, you got to keep it mild and have a, like a side option so sort of spicy. And folks, we're not giving you the full recipe there because that is a family secret. Okay, so you just have to hope that Melina will be nice to you someday and invite you over for her, her dad's famous shrimp cocktail. Okay, homemade. 
with the mild sauce and spicy options on the side there. I love it. Melina, you are a breath of fresh air. As I stated before, you know, people say don't meet your heroes because they'll disappoint you. There is nothing disappointing about interacting with you, hearing about the behind the scenes on some of the more historic moments in pro wrestling that you were involved in, and just hearing your philosophy on wrestling in general and and your interest in, in continuing to mentor and build the next generation of stars, especially young women. I just, it's fantastic. And I appreciate you. And I wish you nothing but success, happiness, and love as you continue to move forward in your journey there because sky is the limit. And I can't wait for you to be inducted into all the various Pro Wrestling Hall of Fames because you deserve it. So kudos to you. Thank you so, so much. And if anybody like um, go- is ever going to be at the River City Wrestling Con next year, I will be there and for sure, guaranteed. So- everybody there. Uh, I'm going to give as many hugs as possible. (laughs) Let's talk hydration. See, I carry something to drink with me every single place that I go because I am concerned about being dehydrated. It runs in the family. Everything from dry mouth dizzy spells, fainting. It's pretty serious. And I've tried all the different types of waters and sports drinks. Let me tell you something right now. Liquid IV. That has been the most efficient at keeping me hydrated and doing so pretty quickly. Okay, Liquid IV has five essential vitamins and is two times faster at keeping you hydrated than water alone. And I'm serious, man. Everything from vitamin C to vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12. Liquid IV also is non-GMO, so it's free from gluten, dairy, soy. So for all you folks out there with food allergies, this may be right up your alley. And I know what you're thinking, but how does it taste, Duke? Well, it tastes pretty good. Okay, we're talking my favorite in pina colada. They also have tropical punch, strawberry, new flavors like sea berry and strawberry lemonade. Huh can enjoy this stuff man but don't take my word for it i want you to stop what you're doing right now and head over to liquidiv.com use the promo code duke loves wrestling so you get 20 percent off your entire order i mean anything that you order on liquidiv.com so what are you waiting for it's time for you to shop better hydration today use the promo code duke loves wrestling over at liquidiv.com save yourself 20% stay hydrated most importantly enjoy life that's right be kind to yourselves and be kind to others Duke Loves Wrestling Facebook Gmail let me know what you think Twitter Duke Loves Wrestling take it away Tony Schiavone this is Tony Schiavone and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.